One point Marquette lead, shot clock off. Illinois does have a timeout if they want to use it. But Curbelo's going to go to work. In the lane, he lost it. Quack took it away. And Marquette dribbles it out. They stun Illinois, coming back from down 12. And they win it 67-66. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From Beck QL. Welcome back. It's Beck QL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashu with us here. Ashu, got it. Nick Ashu, got it. Got got it. it. Let's go. Yeah. This could be a good segment. Got it. All right, Aaron, ex- Aaron, over, under, how many times he has to correct himself the rest of the show? I'm setting it at two and a half. What are you taking? Oh, that's the over. I was going to say one. three, so I guess two and a half. Yeah. It's an over. Same. Uh, <laughs> but we're happy to have Nick with us today, filling in for Joe O. And let's do some hoops here. College basketball last night. We just heard it there. Uh, should we bring Jake Hassan on to uh, to talk about what that was, if he's willing to? So last night, well, I mean, Jake, what's what's going on? Twelve point lead, blowing the game there. Well, I mean, what is, what is that? Yeah, that was a uh, suboptimal. I guess mm-hmm. this is the word um, I would use <laughs> uh, among other words that were screamed in my apartment yesterday. No, I mean, it's just you're missing your best player. You're missing an All Big Ten, All American talent, and Kofi Coburn sitting on the bench for a. Very, very dumb suspension, whatever. Anyway, you get him back. I mean, it was the final game of his suspension last night. Obviously, I mean, Marquette had some size. Their center, he's like seven foot something. I mean, built like a stick, but he's enormous. And you just, you're missing your best player. Andre Curbelo was trying to do too much. He tried to be that superstar. Like, I think Andre Curbelo is a star. I think he's real. I think he's great. I think he's awesome. I think he just tried to do too much. He tried to be the anchor, and he's not. He tried to be the Io DeSunmu, and you don't have Io DeSunmu anymore. And Andre Corbello was heaving shots that he has no business taking. He's shooting from three when he's five for 40 going into that game from three in his career. Let Trent Frazier shoot the ball. Like why is? And that's why I put Brad Underwood in jail in our in jail segment, because why is Andre Corbello even bringing the ball up in that final possession? Why does Trent Frazier not have that ball? Like Andre Corbello had issues with turnovers. I mean, the whole team did. You had 26 of them all night. But Trent Frazier, he's been there. It's his sixth year there. He's been in that moment time and time and time again and delivered multiple times over the last six years. So why is he not bringing that up? I get it. is a great passer. He makes something out of nothing more often than not. But it wasn't his night last night. So that's on Brad Underwood to not have Trent Frazier or, hell, even DeMonte Williams bring that ball up. So, I mean, it's just a bad game. But I said this on Twitter. I'd rather have that loss now than four months from now. You get that yeah. out now. You get Coburn back next week for the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City. And then you go from there. I, I mean, it's just I'd rather this happen now than four months from now. And, I mean, there is not I, whatever. First of all, I would hate to be a treadmill in the practice facility at Illinois today because they are for sure <laughs> getting used. And I would hate to be any kind of clipboard or trash can that was in that locker room after because knowing Brad Underwood – he did some damage in that locker room afterwards, too. Yeah, that, that couldn't have been pretty. That game was good last night. The one thing I've noticed early in the season, one, the quality of playing college basketball, Nick, has been really high early in this season. And two, I'm not sure I realized how much I missed fans. And I think just the wow. difference in the game. Like, we, we've gone – I think this is the first time, right? This is the first college basketball time to see it the other way, right? We did a baseball season again, right? We did, we've done two baseball yep. seasons. Yes. Pandemic. Football, the same thing. We're in the middle of a second run. This is our, our second 
run at college basketball. First, though, with fans back, it makes such a difference. The, the atmosphere, the excitement, it's like I was falling asleep last year during college basketball. Now it feels real again. You know, we were excited to just get sports back in any way that we could. I remember watching, like, the NBA bubble, and I was like, this is fine. I'll take it. But eventually yeah. you go, like, this just doesn't – this feels like a summer league game or some weird – I don't even know how to describe the type of game that it was during that. I think I really noticed when college football opened its season, and it was the Virginia Tech-UNC game. And you know how Tech fans are. Even though now they fire their head coach this morning, uh, Tech fans are very passionate at those games. And I went – oh, yeah, this is what it was like, the college atmosphere. And now you're seeing it in college basketball, too, where, you know, if we could get a little deep here, guys, you know, absence does make the heart grow fonder. And, you know, the absence of fans is a, it was very, very deep. But you know, it's, it's great to see it. It feels more like it's not just – you get more emotionally invested in that game even if you don't have a connection to it and you don't have a financial connection to it either. But it also just feels like there's more energy. It really does matter. And as much as I love – you know, I'm a big NBA guy, but – the great thing about college sports, basketball or football, depending on what the program is, but the, the environments, the atmosphere there, you don't get that at professional games like you get it in college. It's yeah, just we are definitely missing that for sure. Yeah. Um, just the fake crowd noise, all of that stuff. It's just it's so nice <laughs> to have fans back, the passion, watching from home. It's just so much more fun. Yeah, and of the games tonight, I know we had Jimmy on a few minutes ago before we get to the NBA. He mentioned the Seton Hall-Michigan game tonight. I, I, I'm i with him on that, to take the Seton Hall plus the eight and a half. Kevin Willard, I've always thought he's a good good college basketball coach. He has been well above 500 in his career as a road dog. I, I would take the points tonight. I am I'm tailing Jimmy Patsos on the, on the Seton Hall Pirates tonight. We do have some five-star bets from BetQL in college basketball. And I'm really interested in this one, Nick. This is in our backyard. Howard, the Bison, plus 26 against Villanova. That is a plus 26. Howard, Villanova, it's a five-star bet. I might have to sprinkle something on that one. James Madison, plus three and a half. That's a five-star bet at Eastern Kentucky. And then Creighton at Nebraska. Creighton, plus three and a half, also five-star Alabama State at Iowa State, um, Iowa State minus 20. That's a five-star. There's a ton of five-stars. Norfolk State yeah. minus three. St. Louis plus 10 and a half. California Baptist against Jackson State. <laughs> there Five we go. Star. I know. Someone on Twitch, someone's got to bet on that one. A win Mount is St a win. It doesn't matter where it comes from. <laughs> and then one more, Mount St. Mary's against Kentucky, Mount St. Mary's, plus 25 and a half, another five-star bet. So a lot of action tonight, super exciting. Uh, BetQL loving those five-star bets. Um, so there you go. So quickly on the Howard-Villanova game, because you mentioned it was in your, your guys' backyard. So uh, Howard, the total in that game is 141 and a half. Every game Howard played last year went over 143. Every game. So we'll see if they're the same kind of team, if that trend holds. Yeah. But they, I mean, that, they were an over team last year. For sure. All right, let's let's dive into some NBA, which the three of us I think are are more NBA aficionados and fans than college. So I do like uh, college basketball tonight. The big one, Nick, is is the Warriors and the Nets. It's a TNT oh. Tuesday. Warriors Nets tonight. Warriors are getting three points. I mean, let's just like just deep breath here for a second. The Warriors have been by far the best team in the NBA this year, by far. Point differential record. They're just they're running away early season. Uh, I mean, I think Steph's the MVP of the league right now. They've been great. Getting three, it's very hard for me not to look at the Warriors getting three tonight against a Nets team that is great, 
this could be the finals, certainly. But I'm just not sure if I trust the Nets game in game out yet. I my first lean is take the Warriors with these points. 100% with you, Warriors plus three makes sense in this because you've got Kevin Durant essentially carrying the Nets by himself. Now, he's having an MVP season. The guy's averaging almost 30 points a game. He's got a little bit of a shoulder injury apparently he's actually been playing through. I don't know how much that's really affected him uh, because clearly he's still Kevin Durant. But you don't know what you're getting from James Harden. I mean, one game at James Harden puts up you know almost 40 points, and the next game he's begging for fouls flailing all over the place again and then staring at the rest when he doesn't get the fouls that he used to it, which is by the way the funniest thing of all is watching these guys adjust to the fact that they're not getting the same stupid calls that they shouldn't have been getting in the first place so thank god they changed that rule but this is this warriors team this is their biggest test though because the one knock on them through the first 10 games of the season was six of the first 10 ga games they played were against teams that were under 500 but they did win those games by an average of 18 points so they're beating the teams that they should be beating by significant margins for the most part. So it tells me that this Warriors team, is it's not hollow stats. It's not fake. They're not padded. But if they do go and they lose to the Nets, I think that's going to tell you a little bit more about where they are, that they're not quite ready yet until they get a Klay Thompson back. But the Golden State Warriors and the Nets tonight is a game I've been looking forward to for a while. The yeah, Nets are 8-1 and one in their past nine games. I feel like this is going to be a close game. I'm not sure how I feel about the spread. I would probably lean Warriors here, like you were saying. Joe G, um, I just pulled up BetQL. They have this ending 113-110 um, with their model. Um, so it will be a close one yeah. if that's correct. <laughs> Quickly, guys, so I know we talked about it with Jimmy, and we have uh, about a minute to go. You guys are there. You're, you're, you're closer to it than I am. Uh, is this Wizards thing real? Because Jimmy seems to think it yeah. is. You know, I, yep. I know we don't. We never talk yep. divisions, Nick, in the NBA because they don't really matter. But on FanDuel right now, you get the Wizards almost 10 to 1 to win that Southeast. Obviously, it has Miami and Atlanta, right? Those teams are good. But 10 to 1, um, so you think it's real. You think they're going to keep playing well. Yeah, I'm not worried about Atlanta. I am worried about Miami. Miami's a team I could see getting to the NBA Finals, even though they haven't been as good as they were, you know, the first 10 games of the season or so. But the Wizards are deeper. They're actually playing defense. They played no defense. Nobody even tried to play defense last year. Montrez Harrell has made them tougher. They've got a ton of different scoring options. And they're winning without Bradley Beal, who's missed a couple of games, too. They are – I did not think they would be this good. I've been proven wrong, and I've taken my foot out of my mouth and accepted the fact they're better than what I thought. I'm happy to see it. I'm the same way. I thought, you know, a lot of this to start the season was overreaction. They would come back down to earth. But now, after watching a few games, and even like last night, down by almost 20 points, they come back and win. They're finding ways to yep. win. I love the chemistry. They're playing well as a team. They're more of a complete team than they've been in years past as well. Credit to the GM for getting these guys together. It seems like they're the real deal. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew, Nick Ashew on BetQL Daily, presented That's by FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll line them up. Week 11 in the NFL, games we like, lines we like, and teaser options. That's next on BetQL Daily. Turn every Tuesday into payday with TNT Tuesdays on FanDuel Sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. FanDuel is giving all customers $10 back every Tuesday. Just bet $10 or more. Same game parlay on any NBA on TNT game. Same game parlays let you combine the money line, point spread, player props, and more all into one wager. I love doing it. You can root for your favorite players or create your own player focus parlay. It's incredible. It's a perfect way to turn a small bet into a big-time score. And win or lose, you're guaranteed to get $10 added to your account. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. Get $10 back every Tuesday. Win or lose with TNT Tuesdays. If you're new to FanDuel, just sign up promo code BETQL. 
to get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 and make every moment more this NBA season. That's promo code BETQL. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. 